All right. Sorry. I got way too into it already. Let me bring this down. Coming down, coming down, coming down, coming down, coming down, coming down. Welcome to the Awkward Hi-Fi Podcast. My name is Devin, and um, there's no Richie. <laughs> don't get your hopes up. He's still not back. Uh, he's still ghosting us. Um, I don't know why. I saw that he was active on Facebook today, and I messaged him three times, and still nary a response. Um, so I don't know what to say about that. But We'll see if we can draw him out. Today. Yes, that's what we're <laughs> going to try to do. Um, we have... Uh, what I'm calling Devin and Friends at this point, <laughs> the Awkward High Five Podcast. Scab edition. Uh, we have producer Dave is back in the hot seat. Thank you for coming. Say hi, Dave. Hello, hello. Back by popular demand, Daly is here. What up? Um, got a lot of feedback about the nuttiest story that, that I've ever heard you tell last weekend, so uh, we're welcoming you back. And Eric, our friend Eric is here. Hello, hello. Say hi. And uh, we're just hanging out, here to do a quality podcast for the people at home. Now, what I do have to say... Uh, before we get started, is um, this podcast right now in A High Five Studios is pretty much the same situation that I can only imagine happened when they recorded The Chronic, as <laughs> there's more weed in the studio than than anybody can need. We actually have... Um, so, just for the people at home, Daly is, uh, has enjoyed a... What is it that you enjoyed? Go ahead and say it. It is a TKO, edible, gummy. Oh, okay. A, <laughs> two, 200 milligram... 200 milligram gummy. That's a fitting name. I, I took a quarter. Okay. Uh, and it's racking me. It's, it's just <laughs> kicking in. Wait, do you have a dip in your mouth too? Shut up. You're an idiot. <laughs> Is it a... I don't know how you do that. That's, no, that's, not, that's a Florida thing that you must have pulled, brought nope. up north <clears throat> with you. Tell me you got into dip after in, you in got Jersey. out of Florida. Really? In Jersey. Not even in the military? No. No, I had never touched this stuff. Some dude left it on the porch where I was living. And, and I was like, said, "You just said fuck it, man! I'm gonna try that shit out." And I was like, "Whoa, this is this is fantastic." I'd never really done nicotine. I wasn't a smoker. <laughs> never done nicotine. Well, nicotine is a fucking drug. Like it's, nicotine does get you high. It did. Uh, yeah, right. That first time I did. I think tobacco. I tried. I think I tried dip. Wait, is there a difference between dip and chew? Um, uh, I think so. Dip chew chew, snuff. chew is more leaf. Oh, uh, okay. Because like maybe I tried dip. chew then. Which one's the pouch? The snuff. Wait. No, the pouch is just chewing tobacco, but they put it in a pouch. So Which one's snuff, snuff, that's the film where they fuck dead people. <laughs> no, no, that's the thing. Like, I think you snort yeah. Uh, dip. Yeah. It's called... It's fine ground tobacco. So snuff, you sniff it. dip, sn- and snuff. chew are what? three completely different things. Yes. Okay, so I don't know which one I did, but but back when I was a child, and uh, not a child, I wasn't seven doing it, I, you know, I was a teenager, I think I tried it once, and I immediately spit it out, but afterward, and I was a cigarette smoker at the time, I was a heavy cigarette smoker, I was smoking like a pack a day, and I remember after I took it out, like, I was legit lightheaded high. Yeah. The first time I ever did dip, I was in basic training, mm-hmm. and uh, somebody had snuck it in when we got a weekend pass, and I was like, I'll fucking try that shit. Threw up, dizzy... They were like, you just turned green. I was on the floor. But as, uh, as I have the Google machine. Oh, yes. Please produce, <clears throat> Chewing tobacco comes in many forms, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, so chewing tobacco is the umbrella under which the rest of the types. Yes. There's subdivisions of chewing tobacco. Yes. Oh, okay. it, it says uh, dip moist snuff. <laughs> That's fucking disgusting. That sounds gross. Dip moist snuff used like chewing tobacco. Snooze, a small pouch of moist snuff. Isn't snooze a Dr. Seuss fucking snooze. Uh, <laughs> monster? Are those considered monsters? I don't know. Snooze? I guess the Grinch was a monster. The Grinch is a fucking badass. Yeah, the Sesame Street characters are monsters. Right, that's true. Okay, fair enough. Clarity on that. Go on. They have uh, all different types of chewing tobacco are 
snuff chewing tobacco comes in loose loose leaf plug and twist form. Snuff is a finely ground tobacco that comes dry, moist, or in bag like pouches. Ah. So what is it that you do? Yeah, Kelly? that's what I thought. Okay. I call it dip, but <laughs> I don't. I don't know. It, it's Kodiak, right, or whatever. It is long cut. <clears throat> it's moist. Oh, you have it right there. Can I see it? Yeah. Warning: Smokeless tobacco is addictive. No shit. It Copenhagen is so wintergreen. <laughs> hey Dev, you want to do some nicotine? No, I do not. Oh. It's been nine fucking years since Good I smoked a cigarette. You, nine years since I smoked a cigarette. I had a cigarette the other day. It was disgusting. Now that's not to say that I've been off of tobacco. Like I have been, but every once in a while I'll smoke a cigar, like special occasions at a wedding or something like that. I'll but enjoy you, a cigar. Do you inhale cigars? I don't. I don't. No, yeah. No, so no. it's really. No. But can I tell you something? Um, so do you guys? And I've brought this up before on the show. But are you? Are any of you guys ex-smokers? Did any have any of you? Quit? I'm an on and off smoker. Did you ever smoke? You never smoked. I had one night where I smoked like twelve cigarettes. But that was oh, it. those were mine. Yeah, let those me, were my fucking cigarettes. Let me guess. You were tripping on acid that night. No, no. Oh, okay. We were, we were definitely smoking weed. Then uh. it was in high school. Because there yeah. is something about acid and cigarettes <laughs> that they're just the peanut butter oh, and jelly dude. of the drug world. Yes. But anyway. Um, it's been it's so uh, well. I guess you guys may not be familiar with then. Um, maybe soon, sooner or later, when you quit your dip, you might yeah. ha- you might have these things. But when you quit cigarettes after smoking cigarettes for a long time, you have this phenomenon, which is one of the craziest things in the world. And whenever I'm talking to people who are trying to quit cigarettes, I always bring it up: is the cigarette dream, right? You were talking about this. Before, yeah, I've right? talked about this on the show. And real quick, what it is is your your body once is craving the nicotine or the tobacco or whatever it is so bad that you have these dreams that are fucking the realest things on the face of the earth. You you wake up thinking that you smoked a cigarette the night before and you fucked everything up. You're convinced of it. The, the dreams are so real. You feel it going down in your lungs. It's the closest thing to like lucid dreaming that you could possibly have. It's almost like you know. So anyway, that's crazy. That's like a, the addiction just. Being like you smoked, Kelly. yeah. You might as well just keep going. Your, your body wants that that sensation so bad that it manufactures it in your wow. mind while you're sleeping, and it's real as shit. I can't tell you how many times in the first few years after I sm- uh, quit smoking cigarettes, I would wake up and really think that I smoked a cigarette the night before. Specifically on nights that maybe I'd been drinking a little bit, and like the end of the night was a little foggy anyway, and I'd wake up and I'd sometimes I'd wake up and I'd taste in my mouth, like I felt like I had smoked the cigarette. It's crazy, like it's a cigarette fairy. But but the reason I'm bringing this up is it's been nine years almost um, since it's been a little bit over nine years since I quit smoking cigarettes. And the other night I had a dream and I still right now remember as vivid as fuck. I went into a store. I bought a a pack of Camel Lights and I just sat down and just smoked cigarette after cigarette. This was the whole dream. And I woke up in the morning and thought that I actually went to the store and bought Camel Lights and smoked cigarettes. I had this like fucking random Real cigarette dream nine years after I quit smoking cigarettes. It's like it never gets out of your fucking body. Did, did you wake up and like put your feet down into some like flip flops that weren't yours or sa- old man sandals? And you're like, what the hell was that? <laughs> yes. Yuck. How'd you know? Were you there? I think Richie was there. Ah, I wish Richie was there. By the way, I got a, I got a message from Richie, um, a, a little communique. It's a This community podcast. means about as much to me as a festering ball of dog snot. Wait, was that Richie? This community Podcast. means about as much to me as a festering ball of dog snot. So I guess that's where we're at with that right now. Call him out. So anyway, um, yeah, so not only do we have a few joints rolled, not only is Daily on dip and, and, an ed- and a really high fucking con- super content potent. edible gummy formula but this is uh super super podcast richie would really enjoy I'm so, yeah see here. i know we're well we are trying to draw him out mm-hmm. of his cave to uh and um 
we ha- also have in the corner here something that I have not seen in a long time, probably since the college days, is what's called a volcano, Should right? Fire it up. I mean, you yeah, can if you'd so. like. So get warm applause for the go? volcano. <laughs> <laughs> so the uh, so the volcano is basically um, uh, just a giant bag that fills up with weed vapor, basically, right? And you just yeah. st- <laughs> that's how some people describe me. A giant bag. Time, like you're just a giant <laughs> bag. There's one in fills um, up with weed. The Seth Rogen movie. Um, this is the end. Oh right, yeah, they do that in that yeah, movie. He's got like an extra large balloon on that one. You guys are way more weed professionals than I am, and I am going to stay um, sober. reasonably sober in order to be able to navigate and control the, the ship that is the Awkward High Five Podcast. <laughs> but I, uh, I totally give you guys permission to indulge as much as possible right now because we be might as well zombie. make this the weed show. <laughs> Uh, we've had we've had drunk shows before. We've had um, power hour shows. We've had all that, but this might as well be like I said, like when they recorded the Chronic. A high five zombie edition. Daily just keeps fingering his. Um, I like his edible. Box. It is very cool. That it's is shiny. That is the one cool thing about you know how weeds becoming legal and more mass produced and everything is that all the packaging is uh, it, it's it's professional as <laughs> shit. Yeah, it's you know quality. That is good. Yeah, hopefully. But the crazy thing about it is that it's not it coming out of. I'm sure this isn't coming out of any like sterile fucking atmosphere. Oh, no, like, no, no, totally, totally, really? totally. Yeah, I have a friend who um, I went to high school with, and he now lives in Portland, and he makes medicinal beverages, and he's got medicinal a whole beverages. Beverages. Yeah, we. Um, I, did, I think you took some. No, weren't you at my house? When no, we I was shots? not there for that. Well, um, <clears throat> he makes them. With, good luck, uh, Daly. Good luck. Oh shit, Daly's. Oh yeah, you passed that. Good luck. <laughs> Daily I don't it. need anymore. Godspeed, so Daily. He had this beverage really, that uh-huh. he would like. He gave it to That's me with the though. intent while I was in Portland, like, oh, we should drink this together. And then we did a dab, which is a fucking brutal way to take marijuana. And I right. was I've done dabs super before. wasted mm-hmm. instantly and was like, no, I'm not taking this. And then somebody else came by and was like, did he drink it yet? And I was like, oh, you motherfucker. So when I got back to town, I had I split it with like four other dudes. Eric was one of them. I and, saw um, it. I saw it. It was like a, it was a, like an elixir. It was yeah. like an orange it's, it's, elixir. It's medicinal, it's, right? And it, it totally like was Gatorade. like like I felt like shit when I took it. But even the great the I... bottle it came in kind of had like a cough syrup kind of yeah, feel yeah, yeah. to it, right? Yeah, like they are really going for the medicinal kind of at, like. And even remember when they first started selling medical weed, they would sell it in the pill containers yeah, with well, the labels and shit. Like they they go to make it as medicinal looking as possible. I went to the uh, Amsterdam Cafe in Vancouver, right? And above it, there's a drug museum that Vancouver just for some reason has above it, and they have uh, tin cans that the U.S. government used to give out. I think it might have been the Canadian government give out uh, for cancer patients, and it's like like how crayons come in a, a fancy case, right? This is just like a stack of like 200 joints in a tin can that they would give out like like rations. Like, it, this is Vancouver? Cancer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they, I mean, I don't think they still do them. Right. But um, but this was in the museum that I was like, it was uh, really trippy. I was yeah. like, that's, that's a lot of Oh, choice. I see what you're saying. It was a museum showing that that's what they used oh, yeah, to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah like okay. The, the, the morphine and they had like the cocaine and all that shit. All this weed smoke is already making me a little bit foggy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll, see, we'll see how well this fucking episode oh, no. goes. Um. Speaking of drugs, though, the one thing I had one thing that I wanted to talk about. So today I uh, I fucking baseball started and I was just laying around watching spring training baseball all day like a fat slug on the couch. But there was something that was so fascinating to me in between commercials for for uh, for the spring training game. There was a commercial that kept popping popping up and it was for a I'm good. Thank you. It, it was um, it was for a drug called. 
I, I'm not even done. Movantic is what it's called. Okay, this drug <gasps> is well. Let me just play. Number one, let me just play the commercial. Let's just listen to the commercial, and then and then we could talk about it afterwards. Because I was floored, and then I thought about it, and I think Richie might have actually brought this up on the show once, but I'm not sure. But anyway, here, listen to this commercial. Hi, I'm Frank. I take Movantic for Frank's OIC. Frank's a builder, by the way. Opioid-induced constipation. Nice. I had a bad back injury. My doctor prescribed opioids, which helped wow. with the chronic pain, but backed me up. Oh, Big shit. time. <laughs> Tried time. prunes, laxatives, still constipated. Tried prunes? Had to I talk thought to my She said, how long you been holding this in? <laughs> <laughs> that was my Movantic moment. He is smiling. My doctor told me that Movantic is specifically designed for OIC and can help you go more often. Don't take Movantic if you have a bowel blockage or a history of them. Movantic may cause serious side effects, including symptoms of opioid withdrawal, severe stomach pain and or diarrhea, and tears in the stomach or intestine. Tell your doctor about any side effects and about medicines you take. Movantic may interact with them, causing side effects. Why hold it in? Have your Movantic moment. Talk to your doctor about opioid-induced constipation. Not only... afford your medication. There's so much... About that, not only is it is it just a fucking nutty commercial. You got you got this guy Frank, who's a construction yeah. worker, who's who's upset about his opioid induced constipation, and he finds this drug. But but and 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 then he goes to the doctor, and her joke is, "Why are you holding it in?" And he laughs about it. So the whole thing is fucking the nuts. Shit joke. But the yeah, fact is, it real? It seems almost like it's no, on the yeah. It seems like a Saturday Night yeah, Live bit, right? I've seen that. It's great. Who, who's okay. the company? Who's the company? Movantic. I don't. Movantic. They're on their own. It's, what's it say up top? Oh, I have no idea. It says, "Don't get frantic if it's gigantic." But get so Movantic. Is that Novartis? But here's it, here's the deal. Here's the thing that fucking after I was done laughing at the commercial. After I was done laughing at the fucking commercial, I realized that there is a drug for opioid-induced constipation that they're marketing during Mets games. So they have to be paying a lot. They're like, this is a real deal. So we've gotten so far in this country that people are so fucked up on opiates. And so the constipation is such a problem that they can now manufacture a drug that would be profitable for them to sell to people. Of course, because they're profiting from the opioids. I'm sure they are. Right. It's probably the same. It's the same people. Right. That's what I was thinking. It's the same people that are probably making the fucking um, the Oxycontins and all this shit. Right. The fentanyl. Yeah. And they're and they're making this. So now they have both sides of the markets cornered. They're giving people the drugs that are not only killing them, but are also making the heroin. too. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And like in like. Like the like closet a fucking cartoon yeah, yeah. version of it little gnomes you, you walk through the, set up a shell company and make heroin you walk through the Mo- movantic uh thing and it's <laughs> yeah. all like bright lights and sterile and then they open a back door and it's just all people in their fucking underwear like in new jack city and it's like smoke and like fucking like a vietnamese guy just being like mow mow in the back fucking making heroin but it, it it it's just it's fantastically nuts to me that this is where we're at as as, as a society is that this is a drug that's out there that they're that they're fucking that they're yeah. advertising like a friendly down, thing. Down, Listen, down. don't it's be crazy. Big it's marijuana. The, okay, one at a time. Marijuana is the problem here. <laughs> yeah, it's right. Not yeah, anything it's, to do with this. No, you guys are all crazy. Like, if you've been fucked in the ass from the pharmaceutical companies for so long, maybe you it. need Movantic. <laughs> if Movantix was around when Elvis was alive, he'd still be alive. Seriously, that's his. Yeah, he died shitting. Now, or trying to shit. If he had Movantix, that bowel movement would have been fantastic. <laughs> he'd, he'd and he would still be, still be here, touring. regaling us with his tunes. Um, it's a good thing. The other thing that I don't understand about this, because I saw this commercial about seven times, they played it in between every inning. 
Uh, the other thing I don't understand What's about... What's up with the, the demographic that they all have? Mets up? fans just are real... Well, I, that is a good demographic because it's New York and New Jersey. Fuck yeah. Everyone here is fucked up on opiates. They know their shit. Yeah. But um, I don't know why I get so passionate about that when I just started screaming. <laughs> Jersey loves it's also, opiates. Oh, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> okay. Four people and a ton of weed is making the, the communication fucking... Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. I'm bowed out because I'm like, wow, it's a lot of voices. The other, the other, the other thing that I wanted to bring up is when they start going into the list of side effects. The first thing they say is, "Don't use Movantic if you've ever had any type of bowel blockage." Isn't, <laughs> Isn't that, that what Movantic's yeah. for? <laughs> and then the rest, and then that, the, and then that's the, like anal beads. Have and, you ever, yeah, right. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah. If you fucking have one of those suction cup dildos and you put your ass on it, why am I going that blue? Anyway, <laughs> um, uh. <laughs> yeah, the, the give fact me a room full of stoners and yeah, i start doing my blue blue material <laughs> um but yeah fucking anyway and then the next thing is like anal tears and shit like yeah, it's, it's all stuff that has to do with what you're treating i don't get it and then the imagery they show while they're saying that is the best well that's what i'm saying <laughs> if you if you at home uh, maybe i'll put it on the website if you want to go look this up it's on youtube but it's this handsome construction worker and it's like he's very happy to tell about his thing and then he goes to the doctor and she's this pretty doctor and she has the joke and they make it this whole happy thing but they're really talking about i'm a heroin addict and i can't shit because of that what if she was like having a shitty day and he was like nope <laughs> <laughs> Movant. all right all right that's enough how you feeling daily how, how you tripping over <laughs> fantastic he looks like he's tripping i am tripping but you don't need Movantics. just you know like starting a ketchup bottle, you get a butter knife up in there. Up in there, just, <laughs> just yeah. I mean, you rattle have to, it around. A you have bit. to get it at the right angle and maybe tap it on the thirty-seven a couple yeah. times, but it'll come out. It's all you need. <laughs> it's like sword swallowing. <laughs> oh, gross! <laughs> all right, fair enough. Fair enough. Anal sword swallowing. Um, no. All right, sorry. All right, we ha- we also have to get to because if this is a weed episode, we might as well have some silly pot talk. Yeah. And this is something we wanted to talk about last time you guys were in, but we didn't get to it. And that's Daly's full believing yes. that uh, that Paul McCartney died. Oh, oh Paul God. McCartney and, died, and is used and, and is a uh, an imposter that has been imitating Paul McCartney ever since. Then. Is that it? Give us the full. Now, look, people out there, especially people that are into the Beatles, they know the whole Abbey Road Paul is dead thing, yeah, right. And that's where this stems from. I think that's no, where no, it no. started. Wait, wait, I think explain it, that first. Explain that first. You don't know the Abbey Road thing? So basically, <clears throat> there was a rumor around the time that they made Abbey Road that um, that Paul had actually died. And it's apparently, uh, if you look at one of the cars uh, on the on the cover of the Abbey Road, it, uh, like people, I don't know if people thought that it did or it actually did. I don't even know. But apparently, it says Paul is dead okay. on it. So there was a big conspiracy about that for a long time. But, and I heard about that when I was a young kid and I got into the Beatles or whatever. It, but, but from my uh, perspective, it was that people thought he was dead. He wasn't dead. There was that thing with the license plate. But then he was back so that everyone let it go. But then you started talking about it. And, and just tell your theory here. And apparently this is a, this well, is a yeah. widespread theory. Well, not just that. But Daily constantly is a YouTube junkie i know oh. it's been a week since i hung out with you guys yeah. and i just got too many cooks out of my head <laughs> yeah. yesterday the paul is dead. he finds things hole. that are just like why the fuck do you know that and then the paul mccartney thing started and he's just it i i just clicked on it you know i didn't know what it was about so i watched it basically the theory goes in 1965 paul left the recording studio kind of had an argument with the band and he crashes his little sports coupe mm-hmm. fucking dies <laughs> 
So they, they find out about this, and they're like, what are we going to do? We're the biggest fucking band in the world. This is going to it's gonna be mass panic if we tell them Paul's dead. So they're like, well, we got this guy. He won, like, the Paul lookalike contest. Looks just like him. Okay. A little taller. Sounds like They bring too? this guy in, and he, he just takes over for Paul. They're, they're waiting for the release of the album. They, they, they don't want to tell people right away, but their plan so was... So this is 65, so this is Abbey Road, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So they want to get it out, and then, you know, after it's out, then, you know, break it slowly, I guess. But okay. Then they just got, they didn't know what to do. It was working. No one really seemed to notice. Like, the band knew. his, You know, Paul's girlfriend knew. Uh, obviously, yeah. But, yeah. And, and I'm like, that's crazy. And then they start showing pictures. They look fucking similar, but they're different. The ears, <laughs> the ears are different. His teeth are fucking different. Basically, he got older. No, 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 no. They're showing... A little long in the tooth, if yeah. you will. No, they're showing like he got pictures wealthier. from like 65, and then they'll show 66. And they show him standing next to people in 66. Mm-hmm. Two inches taller. You can tell. Like, he's a taller dude. <laughs> okay. It's fucking bizarre. And I fell in, into the rabbit hole. So, and, you, uh, so you... I believe it, though. You honestly believe this. You, I, I want to believe it. Okay. No, it's, I mean, please say that you honestly believe it. I, I, I can't say 100%. I mean, I, I am a fan of conspiracy theories, but... Uh, there's so much more to it. I'm not going to go there. No, please, please. That's five hours of shit. There's, <laughs> there's a video on YouTube that is literally three hours long about this whole thing. I really? watched it, and I was like... You watched three hours of this. I was like, oh, yeah. Paul dead. That's the same length as the JFK Oliver Stone movie. Fuck that. <laughs> this is way more compelling. <laughs> that's why they said they're bigger than Jesus, because they could bring Paul back. Because they the bring dead. him back from yeah. the dead, just a little bit taller. Yep. Like, I believe it. We're fucking better than Jesus. So, so, so before Ringo dies, he's there was like a report that he did say that this was true. Ringo. Really? Supposedly. But this is shit to like in Star and in the Inquirer. Right, right, right. I don't know. Yeah. Watch that shit though. I, I, I can't, I I can't stress you, enough that if you see one of these like hour-long videos and they show you everything you're like oh shit. well it is very persuasive that, i mean i've definitely gone down that that path with other things like 9-11 like the moon landing like i've done that oh, yeah. and i and there are things that i could watch that i know that i know that i believe like aren't true like this is gonna be a stupid conspiracy but if they make a good enough documentary and like and and persuade you enough by the end i'm kind of like i still don't believe it but Eh, maybe you know like it's, that kind of thing some yeah. unanswered questions basically like yeah. i fully believe that stanley kubrick uh helped record the moon landing i fucking <laughs> believe that because i watched that 237 movie and they fucking convinced me of it because the kid the shining references the kid the, the fucking the floor looks like if you were to look uh, if you were to look at the space station from above the pattern on the floor in the shining looks exactly like that and then the kid sits up slowly on it and he's wearing a sweater with a usa fucking rocket on it and yeah. like it, the way that and now look, do, do I really, really believe it? Probably not. But the way that this movie fucking persuaded me into thinking about it, by the end of it, I was like, "Fuck, this really could be real." Stanley Kubrick could have filmed the fake fucking moon landing. Yeah, now Hollywood, you- <laughs> Hollywood's amazing. <laughs> Mythbusters. Yeah, I guess the pothead rebuttal. I Did bought it. into that one for a while. That's a good one. It's good. Did yeah, but I mean, th- some of these things, like in in in. Wait, okay, wait. Is this going back to Paul McCartney? Yeah, yeah, Okay, yeah. yeah. I was hoping that you would produce this yeah, a little yeah. bit. So, Give us more information. So the clues that they have here, I'm looking at Wikipedia, and um, the clues they're showing, like, one, uh, one off-sighted example is the suggestion that the words, I buried Paul, are spoken by McCartney's bandmate, John Lennon, in the final section of the song, Strawberry Fields Forever. Oh, Let- I've heard that before, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lennon later explained that the words were actually cranberry sauce. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I totally said cranberry sauce. <laughs> that was you're a horrible Lennon. <laughs> when did Lennon turn Irish? This, He's always Irish. This, this sounds <laughs> like you, whenever you can't do an accent, it goes right to Irish. Oh, the cranberry sauce. <laughs> it sounds like the I queen in uh, Wizard of Oz. The, like that whole... The midget hanging himself. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, right. The, but like, it, it was really just a fucking... People um, see... See, yeah, things, but you know what? It's actually, or the ghost in Three Men and a Baby, right? And we talked, yeah, that on the moon, right? And I think we actually had an episode where we talked about that. But the 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 Wizard of Oz thing, I had heard before I saw it. Like I'd obviously had seen the Wizard of Oz, but I went back and watched it to see that scene. And and as soon as I watched it, never for a second was I like, "That's a midget hanging himself." You knew that was a bird the second you looked at it. When you were a kid, it it was different though. But the Three Men and a Baby thing. That kind of freaked me out a Wait, little which, bit. Which one is that? That was the, the somebody on set left a, a cardboard cutout like in a window, and it's not there in the scene when they walk past it this way, but when they walk back past it, which is probably two completely different you know cuts. Yeah. But it's it seems seamless in the movie. So when they walk past it, he's not there. But then they walk back there's like a, a boy in the window just staring. But it, it's a cardboard cutout. That's uh. like, it was a mistake. <laughs> but it's fucking you know the whole thing was that there was a ghost in Three Men and a Baby. Yeah. Um. All right, bring it. Let's not go off the the Beatles. Thing. There's a yes. whole subreddit for that. Uh, it's called Paridolia. Well, oh, okay. So, it, we'll like, say this again. It's called Paridolia. You look it up on Reddit, and uh, there's just people just posting pictures of things that that like look like trick your brain into seeing a face or oh, okay, or like so you're talking seeing about something that isn't there. You're talking about like that thing where if you look at it one way, it's an old woman, and the other way, it's like a it's like hot young chick, like that thing that we've uh, always seen. No, that's that's a little more deliberate. Saying, so there are images that you would see when you would look at something. Like if you look at a look cup at him cuppy, producing the fuck uh, out of uh, this. I said I also just said cup of coffee, uh, coffee cuppy. Yeah. A cuppa, you uh, just call it a cuppa. It's, it's so why if you look at it, Jesus in the toast. Uh, yeah, okay. Like you wipe your ass and you see yourself like giving the finger or some shit. Oh, <laughs> so what you're looking at right now is like if you look at a house and you say the windows look like uh, if you're a pothead, pretty much. If you're on a, a quarter of 200 milligram edibles. OK, yeah, I see what you're saying. Like, yeah, they show the uh, the um, which is one of my favorite is the the um, towel hooks that you'll see that yes. they look like a little octopus is yeah, octopi. Get, I mean, I guess it counts. There's a lot of octopus eye deliberate <laughs> octopus eye. But yeah, they have a ton of these, including like... <laughs> Those peppers are the best, though. Peppers looking like Those they were cut in half, and they look like they have two eyeballs, and they're like going like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Please, Jesus is this is toast. totally the pothead episode, though. <laughs> I know. That's, I yeah. knew this was going to happen. Yeah. Are you going to hit that... Uh, I want somebody to hit that yeah, volcano on volcano. air. That's gone. Um, I'll be right back. Yeah, go ahead. Do your thing. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah. wait. I want, I want more evidence on the uh, Paul, Paul McCartney, McCartney thing. So, I want to be convinced of this before, before we move on to another topic. His eye color changed. <laughs> <laughs> shit, right. you're not. I'm willing to believe. I, I am willing to believe right now. Yeah, Jenny was poking holes in it. Like, well, it were black and white photos. Jenny is my wife. And I'm like, listen, they have color photos back then. It wasn't, it wasn't the 40s. Well, no, no, no. It, well, this was a conversation that Dave was like, his ears got longer. His ears did and, change shape. He, got, he looked like he had a facelift. Oh, he got wealthy and got a fucking <laughs> facelift, Dave Bailey? <laughs> no, no. We're talking one year difference in the photos. Uh-huh. You don't grow two inches. Your fucking eyes don't change Tom colors. Cruise grows an inch a minute. Your Actually, Dave, you know what? You should probably back off a little shape. bit. Okay. Not, not, not like, yeah, bring it right that? there. You're good. All right. Yeah. Just because well, you're you cooking home, a little bit. I have bit. no idea how close to be to the microphone. It's pathetic. Don't no. eat the mic. No, Come it's on. good. It's good. Um, but 
Go it's, ahead. It's compelling, but yeah, is that not enough for you? No, I, mean, I know. I want more. I want. I want. I want to know so some solid facts. There is no solid facts. Yeah, but wait. So you, the bag's completely full now, and that, and then that's the. Uh, These are your lungs in a minute. I should have brought a new bag. This one's messed up. Just do it. I just want to hear him do it. It's definitely a conspiracy theory. <laughs> the sound. No, I'm not hitting that. The sound mm-hmm. of a volcano. So this bag is just for me and you. Cool. <laughs> well, I mean, Daly's is like. Easy he loves these conspiracy theories. There's another one that he followed, the Toynbee Tile one. It's not really a conspiracy. That's just some weird random Have you shit. heard of that shit? No. Oh, my God. Dave Daly. So, okay, go ahead. Weed I, I, and conspiracy theories. Yes. The, Walking uh, around the city one day, go I, I looked down in, in the crosswalk. There's this thing in the, in the sidewalk. Well, not in the crosswalk, like in the street. Mm-hmm. I looked down, and it says uh, Toynbee Idea... Movie 2000, Resurrect Dead on Planet Jupiter. This is in the street. Oh, yeah, the, the guy that goes Yeah, around. and I'm like, what the fuck you is that? You memorized the set, the, the actual set? I mean, I saw it before I knew it? about it. I used to see him in the city. Because I, I look down when I walk when I'm working. Yeah, it's like I'm just, a busy street. Because you don't want to look in other people's eyes yeah, I just, because it's I, New York City, I know. Yeah, I'm just beat down. Right. I, hate, I fucking hate the city, yes. by the way. Um, so, and I saw it, and I was like, what is that? So I looked it up on YouTube and found this whole... So what is what is say it slower? I'm uh, sorry, I know you're basically tripping it's, at this yeah. point, but it toy, says Toy and B. Toy and B idea. Move. So T O Y T O Y N B E E. Okay. Toy and B idea. Movie two thousand and one. Yeah. What's the Kubrick movie? Two thousand. Two thousand one Space Odyssey. Yeah. Toy and B idea in movie two thousand one Resurrect Dead on Planet Jupiter. Okay. That's what it says on this tile on the on the fucking pavement. And okay. It's like really colorful. Very artistic, like the lettering. Do you have one up? Oh, I've seen that before. Yeah. I've seen that in the city before. I just, I just never read it. I've, oh, I've fucking crazy. seen that. So these things are all over New York City. Yeah, they're uh, all over the place. Philadelphia, Ohio, South America, all, all kind of Pennsylvania, like uh, Cincinnati. Yeah. Ohio, everywhere. All the major markets. Yeah, yeah. And like <laughs> no one knows what the fuck it is. Like why is that there? Why so, is oh, everywhere? so there's no explanation for it? No, there, there is. is. There uh, is. Well, kind of. It's uh, so you, it's on busy streets. So yeah. like, in order to place them, yeah, it, there's it, one it, in the middle of Sixth Avenue. No one's ever Sixth and Fifteenth. I used to walk past it every day. He's got to be quick about it, and it basically comes out with like a stamp. And uh-huh. He's got the thing all set up on the stamp, mm-hmm. and I, don't, I have no idea. Well, but, I mean, but like, they're they're tiles, aren't they? Smashes it in, but no one's seen it. No one's ever seen anyone lay a tile. Ever, well, I can I can, uh, but they tried to read if you it. want. But okay, but wait, I have a question right off the bat. That there is no street that exists in Manhattan anymore that isn't twenty four hours on a fucking video loop. So I mean, they so so this guy started doing a lot of research on this. He made this whole documentary about it. This is what I saw, and uh, basically he tracked down to like who who, who the guy was, this, like crazy dude in Philly, uh-huh. and they had it narrowed down to like three or four dudes it could have been. So this is kind of like a, a, a smaller Banksy kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, it, in it, yeah, yeah it's, but it's, it's not really artwork. This dude was just out of his fucking it's mind, It's his manifesto. Apparently. It is yeah, sort he, of he literally though, believed that you could take uh, the cells of a dead person and bring them to planet Jupiter and recombine them into a living person, so resurrect the Jupiter? dead. How do you get them off Jupiter? I, I don't know. How do you man. get to Jupiter? <laughs> but apparently, that's what he, he thought you could through. do. So he was trying to tell the world that. Yeah, get his message out there that you could resurrect the dead with a little bit of DNA we, on, we, on planet Jupiter. We couldn't even send a probe that would survive yeah. Jupiter. Yeah, right. That's what. Dude, yeah. 
fucking nuts. So, but and so this is one guy. All right, now I'm fascinated. Now I'm in. So yeah, it's producer Dave. Let's producer Dave do some information here. So um, tiles that are located in the middle of busy streets and on highway on and off ramps tend to wear away quickly and also can become victims of resurfacing smaller tiles. And those, I don't know what the hell yeah, that has to do with yeah, it. Yeah, no, look, it gives look, a shit. Look, look, oh, it's how, but they are tiled, though. That's yeah. what I thought. So he's saying that he there's a there's an enthusiast who claims that he found a newly installed tile, so it's like super fresh. He saw a car go by, and he's one of these people that thinks he saw like the, the car. car. So he says this new oh, tile was wrapped brilliant. in tar paper and placed on a busy street early in the morning. From this find and other evidence, Dewar believes that the pressure exerted by automobiles driving over the tile for weeks on end brilliant. pushes the tile into ah. the road surface. So eventually the tar That's paper wears brilliant. away and it exposes the message. That is fucking so the, awesome. And then and some of the things that he's made Jenny and I watch, which, which are interesting as fuck. I highly recommend them for a laugh. But the car that they have a theory of, like, is in like South America, and it's always got a cut in it, so he could do it from within the car. So okay, he all right, yeah. rewind, cut so, out the floor. So you think just, like he just drives by at a slow speed, stamps something down real quick, jets the fuck yeah, out of there? Yep. That would explain that would explain why nobody's ever seen him on camera in Manhattan, yep. or, or I'm right. sure Chicago or, or Boston or any of the bigger cities. It's fucking genius! And if that's really what happened, so he's got like a Fred Flintstone fucking yeah. uh, like <laughs> ent- exit at the bottom of his car that he's just fucking stamping out of, and then the pressure of other cars over time does it, and then yep. one day it just appears. Yep. This man is a genius. I'm buying into this 100, percent and oh, I hope yeah. I do. I hope that it is nothing less than this. I want if this guy is anything less than this kind of level genius, I'm going to. Be so disappointed if we ever figure out on it. Well, but I, fuck you, Banksy. This guy, Banksy <laughs> never thought about making a Fred Flintstone car. That never fucking happened. I don't know, Banksy's got some good ideas though too. I put but Fred, Flintstone Fred Flintstone car Flintstone level. Car. What's cool is, is <laughs> ninety. Should team up. Ninety nine percent of more than that. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Jesus, watch out, Eric. It's gonna be where, loud. Where the toy and I'm gonna mark tiles. that so I could. Uh... But he also had like other tiles that had just rants, just like crazy rants. Like government is watching me. Right. They they broke into my house and strangled me and it's like crazy shit like rant tiles and the same guy and yeah, like the yeah. same in the, the same, same wacky yeah. type and font and everything that's crazy when you brought that up i wasn't imagining a completely different thing in my head like i just had a, a, a vision of what you you know uh, that you were saying and then when dave turned the computer around and i saw it I literally, like, like I I've said, seen that. there was one in the middle of 6th <laughs> Ave and 15th Street for years. I walked past it all the time. I wonder if it's still there. And I never, it never even occurred to me that those were letters, though. Like, I just thought it was, I just, I guess yeah. in my brain, I was just like, this is some sort of uh, art piece. Well, and I just ignored it. They start getting like kind of smushed. The letters start breaking up. Right. And it just looks just like a mosaic almost. It's right. just random shit. But another another thing is, is that it was literally in the middle of 6th Avenue. So yeah. like, who could ever stop? I I mean, maybe late at night, but who could ever really stop and read it? Like, even if there's a red light, you're still you can't just stop there in the middle of Sixth Avenue in New York and read it. You yeah. know, where was yours that you saw? Oh, I saw a bunch of them. I, I did like I went looking for them. Wow. So like, if I was done with my job early, I would just start walking around the city looking down. Like, oh, there's another one. I'd kind yeah. of write down where it was. And do these these things still show up? Yeah. Yeah, I, there's I, one in Edison, New Jersey, in 2007. Nice. There's probably multiple. 2007. Like how long has this been going on for? Since the 80s. No. Yep. Wow. Yep. It's crazy. You got to watch the whole document. Cool. Uh, I think it's just called Toy and B Tiles, but it's on YouTube usually. It's crazy. Dave Daly loves. I went down YouTube the, crazy. There was okay. another rabbit hole. I went down for a All while. Right, here, I was obsessed. Here's oh, that, is it not that's probably that? what gave Banksy the idea? 
So you think this That's guy's like pre-Banksy? Whole... Oh, oh, he's yeah. totally pre-Banksy. Dude, 80s. Oh, right. You're right. No, you're 80s. right. I'm talking like 82, 83, 84. Wow. Wow. They, they were first photographed in 1980. Wow. The year of my birth. Maybe yeah. it's me. So I think the original guy <laughs> is, is dead. <laughs> I think I might be toying I'm pretty sure it's just spread. Like the original guy started it and people started copying it. And now it's just the copycats you see. But it's still cool. Guys, I have a confession to make on the Awkward i podcast. Okay. It is I that is Toy and B, bro. <laughs> I knew it! Just walking around, driving around your car as a baby. Now, if I could direct you guys outside to see the Fred Flintstone <laughs> opening in the bottom of my Hyundai Elantra, I will prove to you that I am Toy and B, bro. This is where I start talking like I don't know it's going to come back again, and then I act surprised when it does. Ah! Okay, sorry. <laughs> okay. There's another one where they they would put like animals around too. They would like craft animals and. That one doesn't seem as good. <laughs> yeah, that one, that one lasted like a I can, summer. I can't, I can't handle another one, Eric. Please, yeah. I'm fucking. Uh, I can, I'm, I'm starting not to be able to see you guys through this cloud of weed smoke in yeah, this, this room. Yeah, this really kind of... Can I ask you a question, though? Do you guys really... Do you guys enjoy my uh, my blacklight lava lamp blacklight poster, which is the, the guy that sits on top of the uh, mushroom from Alice in Wonderland smoking a pipe, and then these wonderful beads that I have hanging down from the door? Can I ask you guys a question? When you walked into A High Five Studios, was it awesome? Especially you, who was already tripping on a bunch of edible weed. Was it very cool walking through those hippie beads into the door? And did you also guys? So confused right <laughs> did you guys also like uh, that I was playing incense peppermints when you came you in? You didn't hear that shit. It's almost like I set yeah, up the whole did, thing. It looks hot. And just, the lights are down low. Yeah, it's it's nice. I'm gonna get a couple more so blacklight posters. Need I'm, a few more lawn gnomes. Well, yes. Well, those. But I got to color those in with highlighter so that they glow. The one that I'm looking at now is definitely the Jimi Hendrix Experience one. You know, mm-hmm. are you experienced? I mean, that's that's fucking. And then for during the day when the blacklight isn't on, I'm definitely getting that John Belushi. Uh, college fucking person. <laughs> yeah, they totally fit in here. <laughs> Maybe a few Bob Marleys. We're really going to spruce this place up. You know what I mean? Okay, I'm sorry. Can you please Can you please convince me that Paul McCartney died and that a taller, more dapper Paul McCartney... Here's, here's a question that I have about it, Daily. Yeah. Is if Paul McCartney died in 1965, explain Wings. Who wrote all those songs? Fall. <laughs> That's what they call him. Fake Paul. But they just call him Fall. So listen, so Fall, okay, Fall was a, a much better musician than, than the original Paul. All of the great hits that he wrote came after '65. Okay, he kind of okay. sucked before because That's that dude amazing. wasn't as good. That's amazing. So well, was he? I mean, he's not as good. So you're saying no, the, the Fall, the original was, Paul, was wasn't as good as this guy. So is, what you're is saying, that just and, like that, and that's why you believe that that Paul changed at some point. His musical style changed. Yeah, it did. Okay, so he. All right, I'm all sorry. Right, I ahead, just have a question. Ahead, I have to ask. And he was left-handed, and sometimes after '65, he would seen played right-handed. No, that's not true. <laughs> yep, it's not true. Okay, <laughs> wait. I have. I have to ask. I have to ask a question. I'm sorry. I don't know. If, uh, Please, oh just let me ask this question. You believe that not only that once Paul McCartney died, they found somebody that was so identical to him that only a few inches in height could really throw you off the track that it was him. Not only somebody that was identical to him, but somebody that was a better songwriter and musician <laughs> than he was. He was a much and better musician. sounded like him, though. He, he still had his <laughs> Yeah, but John, John didn't like this 
this fall. He did. They didn't get along. Oh, he, then, he like John. The real John was his boy. He loved him. Right. And when he died, he was just like, "Fuck this new guy." Wait. Okay. What year did what Paul McCartney fuck? start dating Linda McCartney? I think it was after that. He had a different girlfriend in six. Okay. Because she only hung around. She might be the missing link. If he was with she Linda knew. before, before and after that point, no. you it, think one woman would pull that ruse off? No. Maybe if she that, she wanted to get her photography career off the, the ground. The chick that he was with when he died stayed with the fall just to keep appearances up. <laughs> but uh, she 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 and him broke up like two how, or three months how later. Can nobody have come out with the truth about this right well and that and and what you just said eric is honestly if you really want to get down to it is the is the fucking the breaking point of every conspiracy theory is that a human error you know like like i love uh indulging conspiracy theories i love talking about them some of them i i make myself believe but if you really you could take any conspiracy theory and and always boil it down to why wouldn't somebody say something and then it's completely false you know because like something like this could not you know like fucking yeah, why did they replace John when he died right yeah why wouldn't they try to pull that off well, well maybe because he got shot it, it in New York too obvious, yeah. but I was gonna well, say you think when well, they already <laughs> broke up they're like oh he, they didn't care when John got shot though don't you think that while he was clutching himself on the way down he would have been like Paul's fake <laughs> we nah. brought in a taller Paul <laughs> I think we <laughs> tell the world yeah wait. The, the taller he had thing bigger shit be, to worry about. Like maybe he just like wore being shot. Yeah, lifts on his shoes. Like did, did they rule that out? Yeah, right. Maybe. <laughs> I imagine. Right? I imagine like and like what if he actually was in a car accident and then he just, he just fucked up his face? Yeah, this really is a stoned episode. By the way, I'm sorry. No, God. I totally is. Talking about yes. Know what I mean? Know what I'm saying? I just imagine it to be like Chappelle, like when when John gets shot and he's there on the ground and he's like. Oh, that was a fake Paul. <laughs> yeah, right. Yes, why wouldn't John do that? Or fucking Yoko would leash that bitch is nuts. Yeah, right, like she would be doing her interpretive dance and arch and just be like, Paul is dead. Like that would have happened at least once. I don't think she noticed. What? Yoko wasn't very smart. All signed like a lifetime retarded. But then here's the thing that I think of is that the Beatles is such an all-encompassing, money-making monster machine that maybe everybody could have been enticed to fucking... Like, there's a possibility. That's where I'm going with it. It was so much money that anyone that they were like, that knew, shut the fuck up. And we'll give you a shit ton of money. Hmm. Fuck yeah. Huh. You know what, though? Because Paul's brother knew. I feel... <laughs> But but he fucking knew. But but they, he's so into it. That's what I love about it. But isn't it like you know they faked his death or thing in a way? Yeah, that could be it too. Yo, they may, they may just put that shit out there to start. So a now hype. now so you're saying that not only did Paul die in 1965, get replaced by a, a, a identical better musician, Paul. His girlfriend <laughs> stayed with him the whole time. No, but two n- months. Two but months. Now right. But the 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 bridge over. But now. You're positing that uh, Ringo, John, and George all cut the brake lines on this car. <laughs> no, I didn't. That's no. exactly I didn't. where I was going. I wasn't going there with it. I didn't go that far. Hand me the cutters, Ringo. I believe Paul's got to go. <laughs> That's a new theory. Let's just I like that one. I, I want this. I'll to go be, on that. Theory. I want this to be true so fucking badly. Watch so badly. Shit. Just watch it. Oh, that's all I'm asking. I, here's why I won't watch it because then, <laughs> because because next here's, time, next time uh, you guys come on the show, I'm going to be like, "Yo, dude, did you realize that Paul died in 19?" And be totally into it because I'm that stupid and that persuadable. It's so good. <laughs> it's rubbish. I'll is, be honest. But uh, it's, it's good. Yeah. It's good. Is there? Oh, just because it's about English people, you use the word rubbish. Mm. <laughs> it's rubbish. It's rubbish. <laughs> 
<laughs> hand me the brake cutters, Paul. See, now we're all doing it. I can't even do that. Mate. I don't know. Aluminium. <laughs> Put aluminium in Paul's coffee. Then he'll die. Oh, God. Everyone's stoned. Where, where Beatles impressions make everybody laugh. Is there any more proof that we and the, me and the listeners at home need to know about this, David? I don't, I don't think producer? so. I, okay. I thought this one was the, the two illegitimate kids. Okay. That's, that's another good. Yeah, what? Yeah. All right. See, now, Gary, tell me that. So oh. give it to there us. There were two women that had babies two? with him. Only two? Well, oh, yeah, two that is... came forward, but they had kids with They know they fucked Paul, and they know that they had Paul's kid. Oh, so Paul has illegitimate, so, illegitimate children around. So this, oh, so you need somebody that's seen Paul's dick. So they uh, <laughs> right. That's not the same dick. That's not a pre-1965 <laughs> dick. This German broad who yes, had Paul's baby uh, sues for child support, basically, and they were like, all right. Take a blood test. It, it came back, you know, that they weren't a match. <laughs> but this chick swears up and down that that was Paul's baby. Because she fucked Fall. No, she fucked the real Paul. And they <laughs> tested no, no. Fall's blood. Keep going to the next, the next baby. You know what I'm saying? Next baby mama, please. Okay, I get it. The I DNA it. didn't match because it, it was a different fucking guy. But then there was a second woman. Okay. Same thing. Same thing, right? You know, Eric, that bag is definitely hit Eric. Yeah, Eric's done. <laughs> the bag's not even done yet. Same, same, so new, new baby mama. Uh-huh. Another baby, right? So why not test the two kids? Right. No. No? Absolutely no, not. They're, they're, no. People are asking them to do it. Oh, but he won't. I don't know. Well, no, I don't know. I don't know. That's pretty mm. new information because people are just reaching out to them now and saying, hey, why don't you two take a fucking <laughs> DNA test and uh, see what's what? Yeah, I uh, I look. That's first right. off, I agree. We should do it just because there's questions. We should just answer. <laughs> well, of those course, questions. I would like some scientific proof <laughs> on this. Yes, let's do it. But I'm going to preface this by saying that I hope Paul McCartney lives forever. But however, when Paul McCartney dies, fuck fall. I hope that he fucking proclaims the fact that he's fa- like, <laughs> like uh, uh, this is what I hope happens. I hope Paul McCartney has his his seismic death event, whatever it may be, a stroke or a heart attack or whatever it is. Again, I'm not hoping death on anybody, but when it ha- eventually happens, and I hope whoever he's with, his vegan wife or whatever the fuck's going on or whatever stage, and he's lying on his back, and that person leans over and goes, "Paul, Paul, are you okay?" And he looks up and he goes, "Not Paul, fall." Fall. <laughs> All right, here, here's my last thing. This is my last uh, evidence point that I'm going to make, and then I'm leaving it alone. Okay. So, so uh, the guy, I told you he was replaced by a lookalike that actually won a contest like the year before. This guy, <laughs> year like, before. like they have like, the yeah, Elvis lookalike. Right. right. Killed him. But this guy. Right, because they knew it a year ahead of time. I like where I was no, going no, with No, but this, this guy so. literally falls off the face of the earth in 65. The guy there's who won the contest? Yeah. There's no record of him anywhere after 65. Dude just disappeared. And that just so happens. <sighs> and and there was a video of, of George Harrison. No, George Harrison. It's on video. It's like an MTV video. But Harrison's sitting in a studio. Fall comes walking in. Harrison looks right at him and says, oh, hello, William. <laughs> it's on fucking video. I saw that. Yeah, I was like... Why the fuck would he call Paul William? I can was the guy's of a name William? Reasons why he would do right, right. Like that. But also, is the guy who won the contest named William? Billy? Yep. Really? <laughs> yep. Oh if you see that video, that's what you know. What? Me. I, I, believe was like, what I believe it. I believe it. I believe you. He looked right at Paul uh, and said, hey, "Hello, William." I believe it. <laughs> I was like, "Oh shit!" That's, All right, fair uh, enough. The, Look for that video. Did you ever hear you William start there. speak? Yeah, he's gonna identify it by the voice, right? Oh, I don't know. He sounds like Paul. <laughs> he could just doesn't. He's just been doing a Paul McCartney impression for. Yeah, the, he's fucking British. Close enough. This is like the talented Mr. Ripley. 
I don't know if anyone did like a voice analysis. I think they did. I think they <laughs> said there was some difference. I don't remember that part. I'm high as shit no, when I'm watching these videos, by the way. <laughs> I would watch this sober. <laughs> what the fuck? This, it's terrible, but yeah. when you're high, it's so fuck. interesting. Now I'm going to have to watch it. I'm really going to watch it. I'm really going to believe that it's, this is true. You've got to be high, it's though. I'm going to be honest. It's fascinating. If All you're right. not high, you're going to be like, this is stupid as shit, and you'll turn it off after like two seconds. Right. Get high first. Okay. Daily's recommendation, get high first. Okay, me and you. I'm sorry, me and you keep talking over each other the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's my fault. Uh, I'm not being a professional host. Um, <laughs> what were you just saying? Uh, I said there's a flat Earth society. Have you ever uh, seen yes, that? Yes, of yeah, course. That's just not only nuts. just a good bad religion song. There's actually people out there that really fucking believe in it. Like really believe in it. Yeah, Ancient alien bizarre. conspiracy it's theorists. Bizarre. Now here's. Can I tell you something? Because I listen to the Joe Rogan podcast sometimes, and he talks about this a lot. So, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. so I actually looked it up once, and I can honestly say to you guys. Within about five minutes of reading one of their propaganda websites, I kind of started thinking to myself, maybe the world's flat. This is how <laughs> fucking nuts I am when I, I get involved in Now I know for I know that the world isn't flat. I know that deep in every cell and every chakra and every part of my being that I know you've that been the world on isn't a plane flat. And are at a beach before, right? Or I've seen a picture from outer space or whatever it may be. But within reading a paragraph of a, a poorly put together website, it looked like a fucking GeoCities website or whatever those used to be. It was fucking like it, like it had like a, a fucking a, a GIF dancing in the corner and shit, and like it was like a black background with fluorescent blue lighting you know like those old crazy websites within reading fucking one paragraph of that i kind of believe that the earth was flat that's all i'm saying yeah that's all i'm bringing up one. it's powerful no i don't even see i don't even look now look i like the one producer Dude, dave is showing us have... pictures of a flat earth i like the one that looks like a bottle cap where all the water just pours out into, sh- into space for no reason they... <laughs> the, so basically the... what that's saying <laughs> is that the... <laughs> That the world is flat and that the side of the world is just one giant continuous waterfall. That's so I have a question. kind of beautiful. Actually. That's what TLC meant. Don't go chasing waterfalls because you'll find out that the world is flat. She knew. Yeah. Some Illuminati wow. shit. So if, this is, if the um, Earth is really flat, then how come we haven't seen any other flat planets? <laughs> right. Exactly. Fuckers. Uh, I know. No, it's ridiculous. But go ahead on their GeoCity site and read it and you'll, you'll, be, uh, you'll be fucking... I mean, convinced telescopes are the work of the devil <laughs> <laughs> oh i'm sorry yeah you gotta angle that up we're having mic problems okay um we're having podcast problems i would like to go across the room real quick and ask two questions number one dave daly on the you okay yeah yeah, yeah. just tilt it the other way that's fine it's the it's this part <laughs> oh so tighten it daily tighten it he's yeah. done gone retarded um i feel stoned yeah, yeah, That's what I was going to ask. How stoned are you right now? I'm wrecked. <laughs> <laughs> I love fucking I'm barely stuff, keeping it together. Producer right Dave, after that bag. I don't know how I'm typing. I'd ask Eric, but I know because he was laughing crazy. Fucking, I know. I always know when Eric's stoned because of the fucking, like, he starts hauling off. I didn't hear the question. No, but <laughs> I've never felt funnier in my life when I hang out with stoned Eric because you say one thing and he just dies laughing. And I, and I want to say that I love that about you because it's like having a good audience. I thought it was time. like that all the time. No, you are, but even more when you're stoned. When he knows his, when you're playing um, Cards Against Humanity with Eric and he likes his hand and his hand's coming up and you say it, he loses his fucking mind. <laughs> Like it's like I oh kinda, I do that Madonna too. and an apple. Sometimes oh just children so love semen. <laughs> filled with soup that is too hot. Uh, I but I honestly I'll do that sometimes. But sometimes it's because I really find it really funny. Sometimes it's because I'm trying to push it. Like I feel like if I laugh at it, other people will be like that's funny, and I could incorporate it. 
However, I'm the worst Cards of Humanity player of all time. <laughs> now, here's the second question I want to ask, and I don't really need any elaboration. I just want to know, because I, I need to know this of everybody that I hang out with. And I actually got into a, a, a heated, not debate, but I would say a, a pretty serious conversation about this last night. Daily, who's your favorite Beatle? Shit. You just got to say one. I don't know. There's four to choose from. Don't say Pete Best or George Martin. I'm going Ringo. Okay. I'm going Fall. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I thought you would say Fall because he's so much better than Paul. Dead nah, Paul. He, Wings ruined him for me. Really? Uh, what about Jet? That song rules. Uh, and Band on the Run. This is uh, actually yeah. part of the conversation I had last night. It's pretty good. Producer Dave? Paul. Really? Yeah. Eric? Oh, George. Yes, I'm with you, my friend, George. And this is exactly what I got into last night. And John Paul Jones from Led Zeppelin? I believe Paul, but I feel like the right thing to say is George. Well, I'll say that. Well, I, well actually, I, don't, I feel like George doesn't get that much respect. I feel That's like he should, me. though. And now, here's the thing. I honestly believe that George was... was the, his, he's an amazing guitar player. I th- his songs are my favorite Beatles songs, all that stuff. But not only that, I believe that George had the best solo career afterwards. Got my mindset on you. Amazing. Amazing. Right. That but there's amazing. so many good-ass songs. Anyway, I don't want to get into a conversation about that. I just needed to know where you guys lay. Eric, now I feel like you're my best friend in this room. <laughs> you guys, it's okay. We'll you're still get along. Sitting on the same well, side. it used to be Paul before I found out that <laughs> dude was a fraud. So <laughs> fuck fall. <laughs> oh man, I so I can't I, wait I to switch it up. The I love it that you believe that. It's fucking. I can't amazing. wait to start it's telling true. people that, it's like, true. when I'm when and they're like, "This is a Paul McCartney song," and I'll be like, mm, "Fall McCartney song." Fall McCartney. <laughs> that one was actually post sixty five, so technically that falls into the Fall McCartney car- category. Yep. All right, it's a fact. Bring something else up, producer Dave. All right. So we could go. We could. We could just go. I mean, you want to keep conspiracy theories because I'm sure Dave believes in a million other conspiracy theories. You have another one. I am. It was like, uh, (laughs) no, I don't. I don't. don't I'm having major mic issues. I'm sorry. Don't be sorry. It's your high person. Yeah, just bring it like that. Yeah, that's no, fine because good. it'll it'll uh it'll stay in the thing. Sorry, everybody, my mic fell off. It's all good, man. Everyone's um a little too fucking yeah, intoxicated man. in this shit. Go ahead. So Dave Daly conspiracies. What do you have? Uh, I, got, I got nothing. No. No, that's it. Look, not it, right now. The I'm, Paul Fall thing was I. more than enough. <laughs> yeah, Paul Fall. That, as long as that as long as there's one car flipping story, one Paul Fall thing, <laughs> an, a, an episode that you come in, you're more than fine. You could take off if you want. You fucking fulfilled your quota for a high five. I'm out. <laughs> no, this is John Titer. Do you ever go down that rabbit hole? No. What's like, this? Uh, John Another Titer was, massive conspiracy theory. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Who's John Titer? <laughs> and I totally like was like this is an amazing story, and I still think it's an amazing story. He was like a guy that went on the internet um, and claimed that he came from the the future, like whatever. It was, oh like, yeah, I set, just heard this the other day. And he needed they needed like an old mainframe computer to like I don't know come back after some kind of disaster. Or whatever. So like, yeah, it was like a Y two K. There was a, a, a yeah, it was programming it was based limitation. On Y2K. That yeah right. So it was pretty much all all networks, <clears throat> all computers stop working because of a of a glitch. But basically, it, software glitch. So it, it it wasn't actually Y2K because then he'd be from the past, not the future. Well, I'm saying similar to oh, what okay. they thought could happen in Y2K. So this yeah. guy is supposed to be a future person who still lives on Earth. Uh, yeah, he still yeah, lives he, on Earth. He, he lives he in traveled the, back in time. To his get. his description of time is you know uh, whenever you travel. You don't always travel back into your your timeline because it's like an infinite space of timelines. I, I totally subscribe to that. Multiverse. I'm already in. I'm already in. Yeah. Uh, you know, so um, 
the the machine that they built was based on the Large Hadron Collider, or whatever, mm-hmm. and you know, yeah, he way, had blueprints. The way he described it was that the, when they turned on the, they did some experiments with the Large Hadron Collider, and they were able to like move things through time. Yeah, and which is what happened was like they like zapped it out of existence, and it, it came up like elsewhere on the Earth because of the Earth's spin. So like you had to. Oh, so when it did, so it would basically be like, it would basically be like if if you were to it, while if you were moving, you were to throw something in the air and then let it drop. It, it would obviously drop on the next part of what was moving. So the Earth is spinning. This thing, this thing disappeared, and then when it reappeared, the Earth had moved that. It, it, it reappeared right, where right, it right. was, but the Earth had already moved that much, so it reappeared somewhere else. Okay, yeah. all right. I'm loving every fucking second of this daily. <laughs> you right over there. Yeah. You want me to turn this lava lamp up a little bit more so you can fucking bug out? Pictures yes. of machines and like. Yeah, he had uh, a manual, and, and like a, a an official looking manual for, for this fucking the time, time machine. machine. <laughs> and like they showed pictures of it, and it looked kind of like the manuals they had in the army for like a Humvee or some shit. Is that it? That's the cover. This well, is insignia. Oh, okay, that's a nice insignia. I mean. I thought it would be he, a little bit more high def if he people, made it in the future, but all right. He did. He would like came on the internet early, and well, I, guess, I don't know. I guess it was like pre Reddit kind of thing. It was like news groups he was on, maybe. And he um, wait had conversations like ask me anything, basically with like the people there, and they're like people throwing questions at him, and he's like answering people. Really? Yeah. He's like, we need, we need. I don't know. It was like he was trying to warn people in a way, and like. That's what I think got people into it. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Wait, so... But Y2K never happened. And he said, you know, your timeline is different because Y2K happened in my timeline. Oh, so he's saying happen. that it did happen in Y2K. So the, the, he, when, the, in, his, in his timeline, Y2K fucked everything up. And he came back to before Y2K happened. And he just happened to land in another universe. But it was like similar enough to okay, his own. Okay, okay, okay. It was like... You know, he would talk about divergence from the universe as like it was a 7% divergent from, uh, like that was really accurate for the machines that they had or something like that. Right. You no, know, so it was like totally getting all the sci fi hooks in, you know, for all the all these people. Sure, of course. Just like fascinated like with me, time travel. Like me, who's yeah, yeah, already yeah. in, I'm already right. fully fucking Dude, invested in this. I, I, I'll look, I don't think I have the book anymore, but it was, the book was like correspondence with. Uh, people was just like all of it. So this, so when did this guy show up on the internet? What year? In 2003. Okay, 2003. He was referencing in his universe that it, it came from um, the the Y2K. Oh, I'm sorry, 2000 and 2001. 2001. Yeah, okay, 2000s. so right after that. But here's my question. Did he actually reference the Hadron Collider? Because, I mean, I know that that was a thing back then, but it wasn't like a well... It, I don't even know if it was really a thing back then. Uh, when did the Hadron Collider actually become an actual it was, thing? It was theoretical before they yeah, built it. Right, and right. I'm sure... Uh, there were physicists that had the idea. Okay, for it. yeah. So he you know, could have known that information. Just a stronger and stronger right. uh, particle accelerator right. that they keep building. But I'm saying, like, <laughs> did he actually say the words "hadron collider"? You I know, don't even, I'm not even seeing it right now in, in yeah. the background. Okay. Well, I mean, anyway, that was yeah, just yeah, a, yeah, a little yeah. question I, I was asking. I, I, just I to kind of know the, yeah, the full like history that. of the large hadron collider, but I think it was, you know, planned. I don't know. I would, I would guess, like 80s or 90s or something, right? Yeah, yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. It was definitely around, but you've only really heard about the Hadron Collider in the last five years, like as like public news, you know, like that kind of thing. So right, cause it's running, it would be right? something but that it was, it was like it was like this dream that we're right. going to build it. Right? No, I know. I it just 
if he if what I'm saying is that if he actually brought up the words Hadron Collider like in his manifesto or whatever he was saying, that would have been a, a very convincing fucking thing that he would even know that. Oh much. yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm sure he'd mentioned it. Now I, another I question, another question that I have is in his universe, which was seven percent divergent from our universe that actually had Y2K. Yeah, I mean seven percent is like I'm throwing it out there. Could have been whatever. Yeah, like, whatever the number was. But I'm saying what I want to know about this maybe seven percent divergent universe is was Berenstein Bears spelled with an E or an A there? Because I really need to know this shit. Also, <laughs> did fu- That's why that shit happened. Did Sinbad have a movie where he was a genie in the 7% Divergent universe? Because I need to know that shit too. I remember that. Yeah, don't even bring that up. Me yeah, and Richard already fucking went down that thing. <laughs> All right. Well, this is... Uh, now I got to look that up. You guys have given me so much fucking... You're the stoned ones and you're giving me all the stone like information that I'm, when I'm stoned. But, but how did you like Too Many Cooks? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Don't start singing it. <laughs> I brought it up. Wasn't on, that shit the best ever? I brought it up on the so so, good. on the solo show I that I that I did on Wednesday, and um, I I don't even know if I recommended it. But you know, I didn't know that that was so old. Like that's been around for years. I see that makes me embarrassed that I wasn't I wasn't hip like the kids are that I found an Adult Swim thing. But um, if you've never watched too many cooks, I recommend watching it. I don't think it's a hip thing. I think it's if you're in the gutters of YouTube <laughs> and it's your fourth fucking hour and your name is Dave fucking Daily, nope. and you've already watched a three. Basically, what happened is he watched the the Paul Fall documentary and then went right to too many cooks. It was actually too many falls. Too many cooks, too many falls. Too many cooks, too many falls. See, now I'm fucking, now it's stuck in my head. Sorry. I just like it. That that creepy dude that murders everyone, that dude cracks me up. No, he's fine. I actually went on, and this I'm, is great podcasting, by the way. Like, oh, yeah. I actually went on, and there was an, because uh, uh, I wanted to know more information about it, and, and I found all the information I needed. But there was an article about where are the people from Too Many Cooks now, where they and they were actually talking to people, and that guy was talking about how he he does he loves being typecasted and he hopes this was like back like years ago but he was like I, I like being typecasted and I hope that too many cooks gets my face out there because I wouldn't mind playing the creepy janitor on like a fucking show or something I was like that dude knows exactly because all right here's something that I could talk about that I want to talk about I've never understood the people that are willing to 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 be a, like a joke um, how can I say this wow. This fucking pot smoke is guys. I'm fucked like, me up. Like an Urkel. Um, yeah, no, like somebody who's willing, like say like uh, like really fat people who are willing to go on television and the joke be that they're really fat or like fucking. No, I'm good right now. Or like uh, like bald dude. I mean, not yeah, that any yeah. of this is bad, but I'm always I, like I always when I see actors who their whole purpose is because they're ugly and the jokes are going to be about how they're ugly. I always like, do you not have enough like self respect that you would just let that happen? Is like money that important? But this guy changed my mind on that because the whole point if you watch too many cooks like he's a really ugly dude he's fucking you know he's balding and he's got like the the long hair comb over and he's fat and he's ugly and he's in 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 the too many cooks he becomes a serial killer but reading this guy he was just like he was like yeah i don't mind being typecast i know i'm an ugly dude i i want to be the creepy janitor and shit yeah and it it totally changed my whole mind on that i'm like oh this guy isn't fucking at all like he's he's confident in what he is he's like i'm gonna be the richest ugly dude there ever was Going to kill too many cooks. Yeah. Actually, one of the people in that is the one of the girl characters from Walking Dead. Really? Yeah. Oh, that was like her first that, thing? Yeah, I guess. I don't know if it was her first, but... It's it was, not the girl who's holding her titties while they're playing uh, no, win, no. lose, or draw. No, no, no. <laughs> it just goes on and on, and you think it's over. And no, I know. And it just keeps going. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, my God. But it's all so funny. Can I tell you something? That is... Um, 
my favorite uh, type of humor of all time. There's a joke. There's a joke that I tell to everybody that's called Kitten and Mitten. I'm not going to do it on the show, but it's my favorite joke of all time. And uh, and that's you know what I'm not even going to tell you because maybe I want to regale yeah. you guys with this joke at some point. <laughs> but uh, but um, it's my literally my favorite joke of all time, and because of like it's almost for the same reason of too many cucks. That's all. I'm fucking stoned. I'm I'm gonna say it. I'm is, is it the equivalent of like this is the song that never ends? I don't want to tell you guys anything oh, yeah. about the joke. I'll tell it to you later if we're hanging out sweet, after this. Sweet. Do we have uh, anything else? We've gone over an hour, but we could continue. I mean, I can continue talking about. Do we have one more juicy topic to bring up? <laughs> Daily is like fucking falling over. I've been TKO'd. That <laughs> shit is no joke. Uh, that's my first edible. So, the, are you? Uh, I, I didn't know how it was gonna hit me. It hit me. Yeah, good for you. Is it like, uh, do you feel trippy or like, is it, is too, it a psychedelic? Much. No, I'm just. Or are you just buzzing? Like your body's buzzing? Yeah, I'm freaking out a little bit. Are you freaking out a little bit? Yeah. Well, you're also drinking Rockstar. Drink alcohol. No, I did. Yeah. This... That was to bring me down a little bit, but it was too much. And... Don't bring me down, Bruce. That, uh, the Rockstar, that's got, I don't know. I wouldn't be able to drink that. If I was, if I was tripping on fucking edibles and I drank a Rockstar, my heart would jump out of my throat. Yep. I didn't want to put that image in your head because I don't want Freaking that to happen out, to you. Man. But my thing, my thing with weed, because I will, I call weed a, a fucking um, Russian roulette for me because one out of every seven to ten times that I smoke weed, if I'm not drinking, I'll have a full blown panic attack. But the, but the, but the real deal. I don't know why I just said that. Like the real deal. What does that even mean? <laughs> the real deal. The real deal that I'm going to get down to right now. But the thing, the thing is, is that uh, when I do start having these panic, attack, panic attacks, I realize that drinking alcohol, any sort of alcohol, and it might just be a placebo kind of thing. Because if I crack open a beer and I start drinking a beer, I immediately the the, the symptoms start being alleviated. And um, it was always funny when uh, this has happened in many relationships. But my last relationship, I used to live with my uh, my fiance. We would smoke weed every once in a while if we wanted, like you know, we wanted to watch a movie or like we're we're gonna eat some really good food or whatever, and we just wanted to. So sometimes it would be on a work night. We both had work at eight o'clock the next morning. We'd be watching a movie at eleven o'clock, and we would both smoke weed. And she'd just be sitting there enjoying whatever movie, and all of a sudden she'd turn around and I'd have a glass of scotch, <laughs> <laughs> and she'd be like, "It's eleven o'clock. We have to get up at fucking six thirty in the morning. Why do you have a glass of scotch?" And I'd just be like, "No, it's cool. I just want a glass of scotch." But it was really because I was having a fucking panic attack, and I and. And for some reason, alcohol has some sort of effect on me. So this is why I'm telling you, David, you daily, if you're uh, tripping that hard, you should probably drink some more PBRs. Oh, I will. Okay. I will. If you could see this. I'm enjoying face. the sketchiness right now. <laughs> I'm just so freaked out. I'm like, I'm rubbing my hands together, just kind of looking at things. I saw you staring deep at my Alice in Wonderland uh, Caterpillar fucking poster before. Incense, peppermint, something and down. All right, do we do we have one more topic we can talk about? Because I could shut it down. Yeah, I mean that was the we, the most of it was the the uh, the Dave Daily Mind. Let's check on uh, let's check in on RTJ. This community Podcast. means about as much to me as a festering ball of dog snot. Let's see let's see how Richie's doing at breakfast. So I tell us. I care for Applejack's a great deal. Should I call him out? Should I call Richie? Out oh yes, all right, yes, thank you. Thank you. Yes, that's what we need to talk about before we close the show out. Go ahead. Right. So, 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 what people need to know at home is for me, producer Dave and Eric pretty much grew up uh, around each other. Like we, we, we went to the same schools. We've known each other for a very long time, um, and uh, not daily so much because he was in Florida flipping cars and shit. 
But uh, are, are you okay, dude? <laughs> I'm really starting to get worried about Daly. No, no, I'm good. He, what was fascinating to you? The mix, the mixer that one of that I, my friend stole from his work. And honestly, I feel like if, if he doesn't get fired, he should at least there should at least be an investigation, and he should get his pay docked. Was it looking at that, or was it looking at the headphone amp, or was it? I just, just had the thousand yard stare. Okay. I wasn't really looking at anything. Okay, I can't focus. Fair <laughs> enough. But anyway, so we grew up in, in in the same area. We've known each other for a long time. And uh, but we we never really hung out very much. It's only been in the last few years that we started kind of hanging out. And uh, you, Eric, had an ve- actual very interesting <laughs> interaction with our our very own, our very missing, our very missed and loved. And I hope you come back soon, RTG co-host. So go ahead and tell that story. Yeah. So I didn't I didn't know Richie at the time, and we were just playing basketball. How old? How old? Uh, I don't know. Probably like uh, 12, sixth grade. What was sixth grade? 12? Yeah, Six, 11, 12, 12 right? Because you're 14, six. when you're 14 when you start high school. So 13, 12, 11, probably. 11? Yeah. yeah, it was like 11, something like that. Fair enough. So just playing basketball at the school um, with like people that I don't, I don't want to use their names. <laughs> so yeah, no, that's fine. We'll just call them Mick. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> and. Uh, uh, Jackson. Okay, Mick and Jackson. So it was you, <laughs> RTG. Mick is, Mick is the important one. Mick yeah. and Jackson all shooting some hoop outside of yeah, the school. Mick was like the older brother. A, a couple right? of guys who were up to no good. <laughs> yeah. They started making trouble in the neighborhood, Richie, right? Richie rolls up on like the front of somebody's bike. I don't even know <laughs> okay. who he was with. All right, stop. <laughs> allow me. Don't. If I jump in, uh, just yeah, allow like, me to jump uh, in. Wait a second. <laughs> Say what you're gonna say. Guys. I just picture Richie rolling up on somebody's handlebars, like like when Snoop Dogg was getting that fucking handlebar ride in the beginning of Gin and Juice, where he's about to go get his fucking braids done. So Richie rolls up like that, yeah, basically. Yeah, totally. Okay. Um, <laughs> so uh, and Mick looks over and he's like, oh, I hate that kid. He's like, somebody go over there and beat him up. RTG. He hates RTG. <laughs> yeah, he hates okay. RTG. Right. Little uh, eleven. Now let, let me color this a little bit. I'm sorry to keep interrupting you, but uh, let me call this a little bit because Richie is a is a very small person. He's slight of frame. I was very good friends with Richie when he was 11 years old, and uh, he was. I mean, when I tell you that this kid was tiny, like he was fucking tiny, like could not be a threat to anybody on the face yeah, of the earth. Yeah, so Richie I, rolls I up gin and juice style. You're hanging out with Mick. Mick says, "Fucking, I hate that tiny kid who's going to be a threat to anybody. <laughs> Somebody should go beat him up." And I'm like, "I'll do it." Like. <laughs> It was like I wanted to, uh, I guess, like impress Mick. <laughs> okay, he's like the older brother, but Mick was like, yeah, because Mick was a few years he older. Just, he never like smiled. Like, no, I don't think I've ever seen him smile. He was like, he was that kind of guy, and, right? And it was always like, uh, maybe you won't beat me up if I if I if I fucking beat Mick uh, Richie up. <laughs> I guess that's what I was thinking. I don't All know. Right, it so was you terrible. Just, <laughs> you just wanted the love and adoration of Mick. You wanted yeah, to prove to um, him that you were you were you were cool enough to hang out. Inexplicably, embarrassingly. So you decided to take a path of violence in order to prove yourself into into Mick's. Yeah, sure. Like okay, so I guess it was like a, I, I've never been in a fight before either. So it was, and I'm, I, Richie probably had. I don't know. Or his, like, Maybe cousin beat him up or something. Right. <laughs> okay. Right. Uh, so so. Um, you take the task of beating up a poor small. Yeah, I RTG. walk up to him. I walk up to him. He's just sitting on on the handlebars, and <laughs> I'm like, "All right, let's go." Like that was all it took. <laughs> and Richie was ready to throw down with two <laughs> words. He was like, "All right." He just like gets off his bike, and like, uh, I guess there was like a little bit of a standoff. Maybe like like 
Nick's like, what are you guys doing here? Or something like that. <laughs> and he's like, somebody beat that kid up. Whatever. But uh, so we like we we started like going at it. I guess like the first thing I did was just like pull his shirt over his head. Right. Standard. And standard he, street fighting. Like, standard street fighting. I think fighting. I got like one punch in, but I didn't like punch him when it, when he had the shirt over his head. It was, I was like, I can't, I can't hit him. When he's just like, <laughs> oh, so you immediately started he, feeling remorse. Oh, yeah, yeah. For his, his vulnerability. terrible. Like. We got into a little scrap, and I think I got one punch. And then, um, you know, he's just, like, flying or like, <laughs> just flopping around with his shirt over his head. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I can't believe that really works. I can't believe this <laughs> technique actually works because I could pummel him right now. Right. But um, I didn't. He got his shirt off over his head, and he, like, came at me, and I think I, like, got him off. And then I just, like, ran home. <laughs> And I lived like a block away, so it wasn't really far. And he like chased after me and everything. And it's, it so how in, in time wise, how long was the whole skirmish? Like, uh, oh, it was quick. It was like, who knows how long when, when you're in like something like that. But it, it was like thirty two seconds to a minute. Oh, wow. you know, like I thought he was gonna say minutes. Yeah, yeah. A was, thirty minute fight. WWE <laughs> matches don't last that long. Yeah, oh, like, I've seen some. I've seen eleven some. eleven year old fucking uh, Eric and RTG going at it. So then there's it, just like blood and guts. Like they're crawling towards each other and shit. Uh, Richie's cousin fucking hated me after that. Yes, and then uh, yeah, he used to fuck with me. But <laughs> I don't know. I stood my ground. Whatever. Yeah. Sure. I, I guess I guess the the point of that story is that fucking um, Eric's first uh, interaction with RTG was that he beat him up, or at, le- or at least got into a, yeah, yeah. a fist of cuffs with him. I did not even have that conversation with him <laughs> until like a couple months ago. You know what I mean? Yeah, remember, right. At, I remember that. At Tom's because yeah, because yeah, yeah. I remember being like, "Hey, do you guys remember when you fucked?" Because you told me that story uh, yeah, like yeah. a while ago, and I loved it. <laughs> and I couldn't wait to get you guys into a room, but Richie never uh, hangs no. out. Or, that, that's why I'm calling him out because he's got, he wants to come here and defend himself. Right? <laughs> See, he wants coming because he's going disputed. after him again. He, he <laughs> disputed such it. A dick. He, he disputed it. You're, you're calling him out as and you want a, a, a rematch? No, no. Oh, Eric, man, come on. As <laughs> as I like, I kind of I kind of picture myself as the Mick of this podcast. <laughs> and what I'm telling you right now. Is that um, is that I hate that dude and somebody needs to go fuck him. <laughs> All right, I'm on it. I'll, I'll prove it to you. Old uh, school, but dude, fights when you're a kid are the funniest thing in the world because you 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 like expect them to be like fights in movies, and then really what you do is kind of just roll around and dry hump each other a couple times, <laughs> and you both run away. Somebody like nobody gets, gets hurt. Sometimes, sometimes it's bad though. Yeah, you I guess. Know, you I, wind I've up with leaves on your shirt. I've seen, uh, like, fuck. Remember. Um, I can't even say like names. Yeah, don't use names. <laughs> I'll just say uh, Jim and Carl got into a fight, and <laughs> Carl got his head smashed into the pavement. And uh, he had like a he had a mohawk. Oh, uh, okay. And, and he, yes. he just had a giant, uh, <laughs> giant scar on his yeah, side right. of his head. Yeah. for like months. Yes, that does happen. That did it. I was a I was a you know what though. I was a punk rocker when I was a kid. When I was a kid, but I that I rolled with everybody. I never got in any. I've not been a pacifist my whole life. But there was definitely people that we hung out like kind of like Carl. Um, actually, it's kind of weird that we're using Carl because one of my punk friends was named Carl. Uh, so I hope people not, at home don't think talking we're talking about, about him. Yeah, but uh, but he was he was willing to throw down for the cause at any time, and he got his ass fucked up sometimes. Yeah. You had to though. Yeah, I was a skater in high school, in mm-hmm. middle school, so mm-hmm. I got in a lot of fights just because people would be oh skater fake, and I'd be like. 
what did you just fucking say to me? And I'd get into a fight instantly, just like fuck that kid. Yeah, see, I kick his ass. I was never like that. I, I I I didn't back down from fights, but I was never aggressive towards it. And like, if I if I had like a blue mohawk and fucking and was like wearing you know wearing my punk attire and shit, and someone called me like a fag or something like that, I would always just make a joke to defend myself. I always used humor as a defense, right, right. and so therefore, I pretty much got along with everybody. Now, don't get me wrong; there was definitely people that hated me. You know, there was definitely fucking like rumors. That, you know, there was all that shit that went down, but I never got to the point of me fighting. I remember when we were in high school, there was this big. Uh, it even sounds so douchey to say right now, but this big punks versus jocks like war that was going on with like oh, neighboring towns and everybody. It was like basically like West Side Story. Everybody, <laughs> everybody met at the waterfront to like to like brawl in this open space. And like I went, but I didn't fucking I didn't hit anybody or do anything. I just kind of watched. And, it, and, the, and the whole thing was really just a big exaggerate, exaggerated version of what I was just talking about, where it was a bunch of people and you think it's going to be this big outsiders type brawl. But it's really just a couple people. People dry hump each other, and then everybody runs home. Yeah, yeah. Jersey Rumble. Yes, the Jersey Rumble. <laughs> All right, That's we should get fun. out of here. Anybody have anything else? No, that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for the uh, critique at the end. Right? Um, yeah, awesome. Thank you guys so much for coming in. It's the, you, uh, you guys have been saving my ass for this last two weeks. Uh, Richie, what do you have to say about that? This podcast means about as much to me as a festering ball of dog snot. Nah, it seems like Richie still has the same the same fucking attitude about it. Anyway, thank you for listening to the Awkward High Five Podcast. Uh, I'll be back on Wednesday with a solo show, I guess, or hopefully maybe a, maybe a Richie show. Who knows? We'll see. Um, anyway. Uh, also, thank you for the new Patreons we got this week. If you want to go support the show, go on to Patreon.com. Look up the Awkward High Five Podcast. If you choose the $5 or more tier, you'll get two extra episodes a month. So thank you for everybody that's hopping on to that. It's really helping out. Um, otherwise, go on iTunes and leave a review. We need those. That helps out. Any last words, gentlemen? Drugs are bad. Yeah. Well, for you for the next few hours. Oh, my God. <laughs> Too much. See you in a few short days. did you go? Thanks for listening to the Awkward High Five podcast. For more episodes, visit awkwardhighfive.com.